0: Hello, everyone. I am so excited for this recording of TBD Research Ramble. This is a really fun one as well, because now that everybody's working on their client projects, it probably makes sense to think by design and hear from a former client of this class really what was needed to deliver that client's needs. So I am beyond excited. It can barely be held in this audio recording to introduce everyone to Morgan Olszewski. Morgan, thank you for joining us. Thank you, thank you for having me. It's awesome to be able
1: to kind of circle back and have the opportunity to talk to the future classes and stuff like that. I know from personal experience being in your classes to being a TA and all that fun stuff and being in your grad classes that It's nice to hear from people who've kind of gone through it and give you that real opinion on stuff. Uh, So thanks for having me.
0: I'm excited for people to kind of chime in and hear what they have to say as well. So so great, Morgan. And here's the thing. You guys just heard, Morgan and I, we go way back. So (laughs) Morgan has been a part of my world in many different capacities. She was in a graduate class with me. She was my TA while she was finishing her MBA, right, of course, in our Quinlan School of Business. (laughs) And in the spring of 2020, she was our class client, so Morgan's back. Background is actually at this moment she is overseeing some pretty cool food service experiences. Morgan, will you tell us about your background? Tell us what you are up to, and really kind of the organization. I want I want to hear from your words and let everyone recognize why you were the perfect client for the marketing research class. No, I appreciate it. I I
1: think I was mentored and taught by the best. But a little bit about me. Um, I'm a double alum from Loyola. I studied undergrad in business and Spanish, and then got my MBA in business ethics and entrepreneurship. So did that five-year hybrid program, which is incredible. So if you're looking into it, by all means. Um, but I had the opportunity to go to law school. And then at the same time, I had the opportunity to open two restaurants. One's onward, right, Loyola. And the other one is a one-mission-star restaurant here in the city of Chicago called Eugen. So can't do all three things at once. So I decided to hop into one of the meetings at the restaurant and be like, let's see what this is all about. I've never worked in hospitality in my life. So it was a complete curveball for me coming out of grad school when I graduated in 2018 to be like, what is hospitality all about? Sitting in the meeting, it was great, but there's a lot of things operational wise that's like, this could be done differently or to streamline things. We can do this, that or the other. Um, So we were really making that a cohesive thing with business and hospitality. It was like, this is cool. And the next thing I knew was six months later and we were opening the restaurant in November of 2018. So I was like, looks like this decision has been made for me. Uh, and here we are almost two years later and still you know, on such a learning curve, but it's incredible and you meet incredible people in the industry. So, And then having the opportunity to work with your class as a client in regards to hospitality was incredible.
0: So oh, thanks for again for having me and just a little bit about me as well. That's so awesome, Morgan. And you guys, Morgan is also being very humble. She is actually... <laughs> the youngest ever general manager to ever be awarded a michelin star and in food service hospitality restaurant space that is a celebrity sighting within our (laughs) rambler community so it's pretty it's pretty awesome oh my gosh i appreciate it um, it's a good team that makes it happen
1: oh my goodness it was incredible within nine months of opening we got our first star um and i was 24 three at the time, I believe. Mm-hmm. 23, 24. Uh, so it was cool. It was a really cool opportunity, but then also just pushes your drive to be better, want to do more, so much more, because you're like, if we did this nine months in, what does 18 months look like? What does yeah. the next you know, three years look like? So you're, it's a, it's been a fun journey thus far. and very lucky to have
0: the team that I do, for sure. Well, and you're taking these big moonshot leaps ahead with yeah. lots of uncertainty, right? So particularly within uh, the restaurant space and recognizing that the restaurants are not Um, You know, they're going into their second year now, but let's go back to spring of 2020 when you were a client for the marketing research class. So specifically Onward, the restaurant that is on our Lakeshore campus, Mm -hmm. our research students looked at the positioning, the branding. We asked those big business issue questions and designed full research reports for Morgan and her team at Onward. And so Morgan, what we want to know from you, what advice do you give to the groups who are now starting to to work with their clients. You know what, we always talk about how do we empathize with the client's needs. From your perspective, what did you need from the student researcher groups as a client? So I think coming from a business standpoint, I think we get so stuck in our routine of we need to
1: open, operationalize, break even. What are we doing to go above break even? For me, I think it was really getting a fresh set of eyes when you or like, I don't know what to do social media wise. What can we do to make the patio better? What can we do to attract the different demographics in Rogers park, you know, North shore loyal students. It was great to, for me, I was like, I had so much going on the back end. I was like, I'd love to get fresh eyes and perspective of people that were looking to get into the restaurant and what they think would be best. So kind of vocalizing our story and having people listen, like listening to what the client actually says, like you can sit there and be like, this is what they need to do, but what are they looking to get out of this i think that's the biggest thing is that you kind of take notes listening to what they have to say but then taking that and really dissecting what they're asking for so for us it was like you know how do we get more people in the door like what do we do when school's out and it really was how do you start targeting social media wise how do you start targeting marketing wise that's going to pull people in because there's so many aspects to that yeah um areas i didn't think about i mean i say you know business administration entrepreneurship so you get a wide variety there but like for those like marketing gurus and advertising gurus and am like what do we need to do to really catch the eye of people and what's going to work and what's not going to work um, I think that was a really important thing not to, to really hone in on one area you, it's hard to be a jack of all trades so really what is going to work for where we're located and what's going to bring us the most success and I think that was one of the biggest things and just a variety of you know we're green at onward. So how do we market that to you know the environmental studies or whatever it might be? So I think Mm -hmm. hearing our story and then having students figure out what they know best was a really cool way to kind of go about getting a fresh outlook on how can onward move forward. Then of course, no, it was a cool adjustment, not cool because COVID's not the coolest thing in the world. Not Not so much cool like to see how students are able to pivot and be like, so we're in this circumstance, basically we're gonna have to reopen again. So what do we need to do with? all things considered. Yeah. So it was like a thing of whirlwind. I think students got like
0: two experiences out of one when it came to like, here's they did. a normal restaurant and then here's a COVID restaurant. Like what do we, we do? How do we do this? So it sounds like really in order to empathize with the client, the students need to be open to giving their own fresh perspective to the client and to asking those big questions that the client simply does not have the space To ask and maybe even the bandwidth that you're so entrenched in the daily operations that it's hard to take a look at these bigger issues that are circling around and yet still take the time for it. 100 percent I think that's the biggest thing is that,
1: especially with students too, is to give your client real information. Yes. They want you to be honest. Yes. Like don't feed us information that's just like sure coated fluffy because you want us to get have good news. I don't want good news. I want like everything that's What's not working? What's bad? What are we doing wrong? Like feeding your client this false sense of hope is not what you want to do as a class. You'd rather be, it's business world, same thing. Like you'd rather be, it's hard sometimes to be straightforward to the point and kind of blunt and rash about stuff. But I'd rather have students come to me and be like, this is not working. The direction you're going with this mm, just isn't going to work, but we suggest this and this is why we suggest it. I think giving an explanation as to why is the biggest thing, not just saying, no, this isn't working, but Here's why it isn't working and these are the steps that we have found in research that are going to hopefully give you a better outcome. Nothing's for certain, but I really think rationalizing that is key for just giving honest truth. I want the truth. I want all all of that, not that fluffier stuff, which is great, but at the same time, To make business successful, sometimes you have to have those hard
0: conversations to move things in the right direction. We will be listening to those words of advice all (laughs) semester long. We're only just getting started. So everyone, this is really a recording to come back to at every single deliverable and hear what Morgan said. And that was truly so wise because we oftentimes think that clients want to hear good news and we don't necessarily serve them if we are only sharing the the best case scenario we have to help them plan for the bigger storyline. so oh morgan let's finalize our chat today though with one final story real quick what are your thoughts on microsoft teams say more about teams (laughs) speaking of like good news bad news
1: (laughs) i love it i i So I, at first was like another platform to talk on. Like we have Slack, we have Google, we have so many things. However, I work with three or four nonprofits in the city and countrywide. And Microsoft Teams is one that we always go back to. I mean, this isn't like a marketing pitch being like trying to sell you on Teams here, (laughs) but it stays relevant. Like it's something that, you know, some places don't use Google. Some places only use Microsoft. And that's a platform that we have to use because it's consistent for everyone. Um, Some people are like, yeah, I'm never going to use this again. But I think I use it more now. Outside of school than ever before because people don't get back to emails really quickly. When you get pinged on Teams, it's like, okay, it's there. You know, a quick thumbs up or smiley face knowing that you recognized it. Um, Although people are like, okay, it is what it is. I really suggest focusing and learning it now because it's, I guarantee it's going to come back, whether it's after graduation or two years down the line, that with everything virtual now, this is what people are really gravitating towards. And we use it for everything. I use it for all the nonprofits I work with because
0: it's just the most cohesive across. All boards are for everyone to use. Which is so fun because even when we were doing the spring class and the, the big pivot of COVID, we were yeah. using Slack. And so I think Microsoft Teams has become even more valuable. So I love sure. hearing you say that. So
1: Yeah. It's just funny how it all connects. I mean it's one of those things that,
0: you know, outside of school,
1: inside of school, whatever you're doing work-wise, um, these things always manage to come back one one way they or another. too. Oh
0: you said. <laughs> Well, Morgan, thank you so much. You are always on my team, without a doubt. I'm so grateful for all of your service as an alumna. I'm so grateful to know you as a friend. Thank you so much, Morgan. Absolutely. Thank you you
1: for having me. No, I appreciate it. Um, It's fantastic to be able to kind of talk and reflect. So if students have any other questions, please feel free to give them my information. I'd be more than willing to send an email, grab coffee, whatever is comfortable, pop on a Zoom call since it's what we all do now. I know. Uh, Be worth it. So thanks again, Stacey, and everyone. Best of luck throughout the semester. And please don't hesitate to reach out. Thanks, Morgan. Of course, thank you guys. Take care.